What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I'm Toshiba Oliver, and Leah Ross is my co-host. Listen, living as an urban Christian woman is a great gift and an amazing mission, which is why we need to be equipped for the everyday life. So whether you're hanging with the kiddos, washing dishes, checking emails, at the gym, or maybe even on your train commute, keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. Colossians 3 verses 1 through 17. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is no Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanks with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Toshiba Oliver. Hey, this is Leah Ross here. Welcome back, ladies. What's up, ladies? Listen, y'all, we've missed y'all. Yes. It's been a whole, quite some time, Um, Mm -hmm. but we are happy to be back, and we're talking about Colossians. Mm -hmm. Colossians 3. Yep, and over um, over this season, we've been focused on um, the book of Colossians and how Colossians exhorts us to live faithfully in the everyday as urban Christian women. And so in each uh, podcast and in each uh, chapter of the book of Colossians, we have been just going through Mm -hmm. verse by verse, um, line by line, like what Paul's exhortation to us um, Mm -hmm. in today's time is, and how it relates to the church at Colossae and how it relates to us. And so we pray that it's really been blessing you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been blessing us. It's been blessing us. And y'all, this one today. It's been blessing us for (laughs) (laughs) deeply for a long time. (laughs) Yo, it's been straight blessing us at like a deep, deep Deep levels at deep Deep levels. levels. Like, 
Y'all are getting us like probably what Leah, like two weeks in of just soaking in this one, soaking in this text. So, um, yeah, Colossians chapter three, we're going to go through verses one through 17 today. Mm -hmm. And I know that that seems like a lot, but I think that, um, as we flow through this, you guys will be able to see how, um, we're connecting with this text. So, Talking about big takeaways. Yeah. Leah, what's our big takeaway today? Yeah. So as we've been talking about each passage, how is this framed for us living faithfully as urban Christian women? And so in this passage, we see that living faithfully as an urban Christian woman is living life in the new self. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the new self, y'all, who we are once we put on Christ. Um and so we're going to flesh out, first of all, what is not the new self okay. and, okay. and and then go through the passage and talk about what is the new self. That's and right. Paul frames both of those. So we get to kind of walk through that as he has written it for us. Right. So mm-hmm. living life in the new self, Paul talks about and he places it in through uh, two pretty much mm-hmm. two pretty just defined lenses, which Paul talks about in verses one through 17 about, um, how death and resurrection take, take place in the new self. Mm -hmm. Like what, what happens when things are put to death and what happens when things, um, when resurrection takes place. And so this is all taking place in Mm -hmm. present tense living as well. Present tense living. So it's not like something that just happens and it's once, and then it doesn't happen again. It's present tense. It's literally for your everyday. So what are the habits that we need to do in order to live raise lives and Paul talks about this mm-hmm. in verses one through four Leah sort of walk us through that a little bit yeah so first of all one of the reasons why there's this pair where's there's this picture that he's talking about this put to death and um, being raised with Christ and this this like death and resurrection verbiage mm-hmm. is because that's exactly what has happened when we are in Christ, right? When we are in Christ, we're putting on the death and resurrection that he went through on our behalf. Mm -hmm. So this is not just some uh, figure of speech out of nowhere. He's giving us the parallel of how our new lives in Christ actually do parallel the life that Christ lived, the death that he died and the resurrection that he has. Um, so yeah, so that so that's the framework of why we're even talking in this way and why we're even using these kind of words. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about living these raised lives in verses one through four, there's there's two things that are happening here. We're seeking the place where Christ is and we're setting our minds on things above. We are not jumping into obeying God in these spiritual disciplines and we can do that, but it's we can like do that sort of like go through the rhythms, but it's not, it's actually not going to give us like fruitful living if we're just going through the rhythms, if right. we haven't first sought him right. and set our minds on him. And so that's why he starts. If you have been raised in Christ, you're seeking and you're setting your mind on Christ and on the things above. Mm-hmm. And that has like that right there. <laughs> right, right, right. If we if we just land right there with seeking the place where Christ is and setting your mind on things above, as Sheba and I have been studying this passage, like that has been transforming my mm-hmm. life. That has been transforming our lives. Yeah. Is the seeking and the setting is this posturing positioning beforehand, before we even go into like all these very practical 
rhythms of spiritual disciplines. Right. But how are we in fact beholding him? How are we setting our minds on him? Mm -hmm. And that is why Paul calls us to that first, because everything else has to come after really setting our minds and our focus and our attention of our hearts on Christ. You're making some really good points, Leah. And um, much of this text is also what we have to remember is that it's coming off of the previous chapter yeah. mm-hmm. where Paul has laid out the foundation. Like, listen, yo, if you living, have right? died, if you have died to these elemental spirits, if you are professing faith in Christ, then you no longer are living in the space of where you're practicing um, habits, mm-hmm. habits that are um, bringing um, a lack of fruit, uh, a lack of fruitfulness. Yeah. But now I'm taking you into a place where your habits are not really the the focus. The focus is me, yeah. and as you focus on me, then I'm going to transform yeah. your habits. I will habits. transform your habits. Yeah. Transform mm-hmm. your habits. So as Paul is saying this, he's saying, "Seek the place where Christ is." Well, where is Christ? Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Mm -hmm. And what is it that Christ is doing? Christ is seated at the right hand of God, making intercession for us. Mm -hmm. He's interceding for us. He's praying for us, asking that we would live our lives in such a way that would be pleasing and glorifying to him. So number one, you have to seek the place where Christ Mm -hmm. is. Christ is seated above making intercession for us. Second of all, then we have to set our mind on things above and not on things of the earth. Well, we talked, Leah Mm -hmm. and I talked about this word set. And when we talk about this word set, it's not the typical word that we think of. It's like an armied, Mm -hmm. it's almost like combat Mm -hmm. ready. It's Mm -hmm. It's a state and stance in which you are not, you are stable, right? Yes. 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 Which Mm -hmm. affirms what was said in the previous chapter Mm -hmm. in, um, chapter two, that it talks about that we would, it's two, uh, I believe it's two verse one that having been rooted, Mm -hmm. uh, being built up and established in the faith. This is what Paul is talking about. When you're rooted in what Christ has done, your salvation, and then you're being built up through the transformation of God's word in your life, you're being established in the faith. And that's what's causing you to set Set. your mind. Yep. Yep. So one, we got to seek two, we got to set. And so we have to ask ourselves, am I making Christ my life today? Am I making my life hid with him today? Mm -hmm. That means that we're putting to death the things that, um, that hinder us and that that death depends on a willful submission. And why are we putting these things to death? Because Christ is Mm -hmm. our life. Mm -hmm. Why are we saying that we're putting these things to death? Because Christ is our life. So when we look at verse three and verse four, it's saying, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. And so our life is not our own. Mm -hmm. Our life was bought with a price, but not only was our life bought with a price, our life is to be hidden in him. Mm -hmm. That means while we're here, day after day that we're hiding ourselves 
in the majestic power, mm-hmm. in the in the throne room of mm-hmm. heaven, mm-hmm. seeking and setting our minds upon Christ. Yeah, yeah. And the, and that hidden in him means hidden in all that Christ is mm-hmm. as our interceder and all that he was as our sacrifice. Come on. And so when we're actually, our lives are hidden in Christ, we're seeking and setting our minds on who is he? What is he doing? Okay, you said he's interceding for us. That means that our requests are known by him and made known Come by on, him Leah. to the Father. Come on, Leah. He is our the the Lamb of God, which means the sacrifice that he modeled is the sacrifice that we posture ourselves in Ooh. day in and day out as believers when we choose to serve, when we choose to go out of our way to be a blessing, when we choose to lay down our rights for the rights of others. Come on. Those are ways where our life is hidden with Christ when we we truly seek and set our minds on him. Mm, mm. So, yeah. So, so when we put our life hidden in, mm-hmm. when we place our life in him and we hide ourselves behind mm-hmm. Christ, who is our life and we seek and set our minds mm-hmm. on Christ, what does that lead to? Yeah. Yeah. What does that lead to? Leah? Yeah. It leads then to what we put off. Right. So we can't start with the putting off. We can't start of with the list of sort of bad behaviors that I'm going to stop doing or habits that I'm just going to cut off. Mm-hmm. We don't start there. We start in the posturing, the seeking and the setting and, and hiding in him. Come on. And that is actually what leads to the putting off, putting off these earthly things in us. And on these earthly things we're we are talking about, they're rooted what are they rooted in? They're rooted in idolatry. And what is idolatry? Yeah. Idolatry is nothing more than the, than the worship or the placing of worship and ascribing it to things versus the one who made us the creator, God himself. Right. And so, um, when we're looking at this idolatry specifically in verse mm-hmm. five, it says put to death, therefore what is earthly in you? Mm-hmm. So number one, we know that these things, when we're talking about the things that we're wanting to put to death, not only are they idolatrous, but they are earthly. Yeah. They are things that rust and moth will destroy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is the exact opposite of seeking the things that are above. So as we seek the things that are above, we actually are going to take off these earthly things. That's right. Because we're not setting our minds on the earthly things. We're setting our minds on what is above, where Christ is. Mm -hmm. And so these things will fall off of us as we continue to know that our life is hidden with Christ above. Yeah. And so he... He goes into detail these this list, right? He sort of begins to name and he says sexual immorality in verse five, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. They are all rooted in the worship of yourself, making yourself God, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. And then he names the things that we are to put away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mind, from your mouth in verse eight, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self. There it is. Put off the Mm -hmm. old self with its practices and have put on the new self. So when Paul is giving this exhortation to put off, he's focusing on these two dimensions. Mm -hmm. These two dimensions is what Paul is focusing on. He's focusing on the communion with God, which is the vertical, 
Okay. And then he's focusing on the communion with others, the horizontal. Yeah. So the first several right. that he lists are this, um, this vertical relationship, this communion with God, right? Mm-hmm. Anything that is idolatry mm-hmm. is anything that's taking that, that place of God in your life. So mm-hmm. those are the things that are, um, that are that yeah those are the things that are deterring our communion with God right and separating that are us. separating us from them yeah so he's saying we're putting them we're putting those things off and then the second part of the list anger wrath malice slander obscene talk those are the things that are deterring the communion with others this horizontal fellowship this community this kingdom community that we can have when we're when our lives are hidden in christ Mm -hmm. and there are these two differences and that's ultimately what we're seeing in this text and what paul is even turning them toward there is a difference between these two kingdoms Mm -hmm. the kingdom of this world and then the kingdom of heaven right and so you have cultural community and then you have Mm -hmm. kingdom community and i remember when we were really like digging and studying into this we were talking about how first part of the list this vertical Mm -hmm. list Mm -hmm. actually is intentionally first by paul because that has to be in order in order for the second half to take its place that's right because if we don't have proper communion with god we can't have kingdom community with each other come on girl we can't now we can try we can make it look like something as the world does right but there truly isn't this transformational community where we can really actually put off these old things mm-hmm. until our communion with Christ with with Christ in God is as it should be yeah. by not holding anything as an idol between us and God mm-hmm. by putting away the things that that um create impurity in us this passion this evil desires and covetousness all of those things we're putting those away by the power of Christ in us then we are empowered to live in kingdom community and right fellowship with each other. Yeah. And, and I love how he articulates this too. And Leah is really reiterating this. And, and I want to just, just put a little bit of two cents on it because I love how the, you know, I love the scriptures because it gives clarity to the nuances of what is written. Mm -hmm. He's saying put to death because these things that need to be put to death are only done through Christ and the cross. And then he says, put them all away away. the things that we commune with Mm -hmm. with one another about because we are human we're going to experience them again but that's why you gotta put them away it's a continual Mm, putting there's a continual putting away the things that hinder you from communion with God he wants those things to die nail them to the cross nail them kill it in Jesus Christ they die they die and then the things that we still the brokenness and the the burden and the tension of the sin that was in the garden of anger and wrath and malice and slander mm-hmm. and obscene talk from mm-hmm. our mouths, all of that lying to one another. He's saying, listen, all of that stuff that's in there mm-hmm. post garden, I want you to know that you're going to have to battle to put it yeah. all away. Mm-hmm. But here's the good thing is that God Woo, in his triuneness, in his lovingness, in him putting his son on the cross, yeah. He says, listen, I have given you the power through my son. Mm-hmm. So I am inviting you to seek the things that are above <laughs> and set your mind on things mm-hmm. above. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're empowered in that continual putting away. She's going off script here. I didn't even know this was coming out. This is hot. 
This is hotness. No, I, I straight am going off of it because it was Holy Ghost. But it's Ghost so lit. good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good because yeah, he's saying, he's like, he's like, yo, put that, th- that right there, yeah. that cannot live. And not only can it not live, mm-hmm. but I, I do not want that. So listen, ladies, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging mm-hmm. you even, I just got to stop right here because some of us on, who are listening to this podcast are struggling with sexual immorality. Some of us are struggling with impurity and passion and evil desire and covetousness. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something, covetousness, listen, that thing is rooted in envy. Mm -hmm. It's rooted in envy and it's because we want to be on the throne. God is saying, put it to death, kill it, sacrifice it because my son has sacrificed and you can do it. You can do it through the power of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So, so understanding that Paul gives this, he, he gives this difference between cultural community and kingdom community. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, he makes known in verse 11, he says, listen here, there is not Greek and Jew circumcised and uncircumcised barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all Mm -hmm. and in Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So verse 11 makes known that everybody is on an equal playing field, equal capacity, equal responsibility. No matter who you are, Mm -hmm. Christ has filled you completely if you are in Christ. Yeah. I love that this is like the crown piece of him going through this whole list. He's Mm. talking about... This is what it looks like to be in this kingdom community where we're putting away these old habits of anger and slander, obscene talk and all these things. We're putting them all away. And above and beyond that, because it's not just these habits, but we're also regarding each other as equal in Christ. Mm -hmm. We're regarding, we're not just treating each other differently, but we're actually regarding each other differently because of who we are in Christ. That's right. We are, we are, we have this equal, as you said, equal capacity and equal responsibility to live according to this call of what we are going to put on and what we are putting away because we have all come in the same door. That's right. By the same person. That's right. Through his same blood. That's right. And so here we are viewed not not in these sort of higher or lesser ways or closer or farther away, but it's just the e- the great equalizer, right, is the blood of Christ over us that gives us this new life and empowers us to put away these old practices for the sake of the of the of the kingdom that's right that looks like christ and and listen and that's what makes Mm -hmm. the body of christ so powerful as a witness and a testimony because i don't know if y'all are watching the same news that i'm watching Mm -hmm. if y'all's twitter feeds are very similar to mine if you're um looking at any news media streams but y'all, y'all see the brokenness. Yeah. You see the brokenness of how people are seeking to be quote unquote in community, but they can't do it. Mm-hmm. They can't do it because our flesh seeks its own way. Yeah. It seeks to want to, Leah and I were talking about this. It seeks to want power, to reach for power, mm-hmm. to reach for control. But what Christ does is he says, when you come to me, you put those things to death and you become a citizen of heaven. Mm-hmm. And in being a citizen of heaven, everybody is on an equal playing field. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter whether your racial 
uh, backgrounds are different. Your ethnic heritage and descent is different. It doesn't matter if your socioeconomic levels are different. It doesn't matter if you uh, grew up in a wealthy pocket Mm -hmm. or an impoverished pocket. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if, I I mean, I'm just going on a list. It doesn't matter if you grew up in church your whole life and know all the rules or if you just came off the street last week. It does does not matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican Mm -hmm. or you're a Democrat or you're a Libertarian. It doesn't really matter because in the kingdom of God, that actually does not matter. Mm -hmm. Here is what matters is Christ all, Mm -hmm. Christ being all and in all. Mm And so we're unified by that. We're, it's the equal line. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it, it diminishes. Like, you know, sometimes we'll want to sort of go to this almost like colorblind list oh, yeah. as, as mm-hmm. if these things don't exist. What Christ is saying is... Be- yeah, he's not saying they don't exist. That's right. He's saying that they don't create a, a division of, of value That's anymore. It. That's it. The value is now equal. Come on. The distinctions shine through because he's created us to be these different ways, but the value is equal. Come on. Come and on. that is that was countercultural in the time of the Church of Colossae and it's countercultural now. That's right. That's right. What we then put on is found in verses 12 and onward. Yeah. So what is it that we put on Leah according to the scriptures? Can I tell you first? <laughs> What's that girl? What's that? Verse 12 has been on repeat. What? My recitation. Oh yes, hardcore. Like, yes, these these put these on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness. I've been saying this over and over again, oh and it God. has empowered me. It hasn't, and I can I just take a tangent really quick, girl, just take to a say, tangent, girl, we're early in the game. Now, take a tangent. Take a tangent. Now I know, I know that people have different relationships with scripture memory and different sort of baggage around it. But when and it's this was not even an intentional memory. This was just soaking in the passage so that I would have actually something to say into this mic for the podcast. Oh my god! But letting it soak in me has actually helped me memorize it, and memorizing it has helped me speak truth. In these moments where my flesh rages up and wants to snap at my kids or snap at my husband or be impatient at the person that's taken forever in front of the grocery line. It's those moments where I literally am saying out loud, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. And then I go through the list. But the, the anchor then is reminding myself, who am I? I am God's chosen one. I am holy and beloved. And that in itself is what is empowering me oh my goodness. then to put on these new things. That's right. I have to remind myself Preach, who girl. I am. Preach. And then I'm reminded, yes, I know who I am. So I know what I'm supposed to look like. And I know what mm. I'm going to put on now. And God is empowering me to do that. So hold on one second, Leah. What you trying to tell me, mm. okay? Because mm-hmm. somebody is, so <laughs> I, I feel like somebody just asked me to ask it. What you're trying to tell me is that when you get into mm-hmm. these moments of tension yeah. of feeling not even entitlement, mm-hmm. but actually stepping into the place where Christ is, where he's inviting yeah. you to walk, to walk and, and, and live in willful submission and be a servant. You're mm-hmm. telling me that you have to start with the, the lens that you have nothing yeah. to prove mm-hmm. because you are God's chosen, chosen. one, mm-hmm. holy and beloved. Is that what you, is that, that what 
what you're saying is what I am saying. And, and break that down for me. What does it mean yeah. to be God's chosen ones? What does it mean to be holy? What does it mean to be Girl. beloved? Because that's mm-hmm. where you got to start that soaking in. Is where so I that have, you can do that. Yes, come through. Talk. That to is us. what I am soaking in. I'm literally telling myself word for word. I am God's. Okay, so first of all, who do I belong to? I belong to him. Come on. And not only do I belong to him, but I am his chosen one. That means he selected, he knows, he chose me, mm-hmm. he pulled me out of who I wanted to be mm-hmm. into who he made me to be. Come on. And then he called me holy because Christ's blood is counted on my account. Come on. And then he says, not only are you holy, but you are dearly loved to me. You belong to me because I chose you i made you holy and i love you dearly dearly and so that identity is actually what roots me to be able to go on to the next thing to then put on what am i putting on well then i can put on a compassionate heart because i belong to god and he's shown his compassion to me then i can put on kindness because christ has shown his kindness to me and giving that. me his holiness that, then i can put on humility because christ laid down everything to be a sacrifice in humility for me Ooh. then i can put on meekness and patience because god has been patient with me in drawing me back in redemption mm. i can put those things on because he has called me to himself he has called me his own he has given me his holiness and he says i love you Mm. i love you and then to tack on that it says bearing with one another so now when you having your when in Mm -hmm. your flesh you will want to operate in that road rage because you already know who you are mm-hmm. and whose you are, yeah. what you then are able to do is say, no, 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 no. Instead of road rage, I'm able to bear with this person. Mm-hmm. I'm able to deal with my boss mm-hmm. or my coworker who mm-hmm. is constantly mm-hmm. complaining against me or someone else. And not only that, not only are they complaining, but guess what? In the moments of heated tension where a person is just coming at me high level, guess what I am able to do? I'm able to forgive that person yes. and the only reason why i'm able to forgive them is because the lord has mm-hmm. forgiven me mm-hmm. the lord has forgiven me so we're realizing that we are called to the new self out of a position mm-hmm. of being chosen here holy and dearly loved mm-hmm. and the position is secure Y'all, it's not shifting. Your position Mm -hmm. in Christ as being chosen before the foundations of the world, Mm -hmm. being holy and dearly loved is secure. And that is what fuels Mm -hmm. your obedience. That's what fuels your hunger Mm -hmm. to glorify him and reflect his beauty and glory through these, um, through these attributes and these, these words that are articulated in verses 12, 13 and 14 Christ's life affirms our position. So these qualities are a reflection of Christ. Mm -hmm. These are not deeds or actions to strive towards, Mm -hmm. but they are realities of putting on the new self in Christ Mm -hmm. because these characteristics are evidence of Christ. Yeah. 
Yep. They're evidence, y'all. Mm-hmm. They're evidence. So when you're when you're thinking about your everyday and you're wanting to go into these places of high level complaining and beefing with people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Whether it's envy, whatever it is, jealousy, and just wanting to nitpick or complain. Impatience. If, That's thing, girl. Impatience. All the time. Impatience. Or if you don't want to humble yourself mm-hmm. to take the lowly spot of working in your job faithfully and you feel that you should be on the next level of being influencer or you should be on the next level of having the next position at Mm -hmm. your company or you should be uh be getting paid more you take this posture through humility because christ life affirms your position not your pocketbook Mm -hmm. not your degree on the wall Mm -hmm. and not what you possess those things do not affirm your position Mm -hmm. christ does Mm -hmm. christ does yes yes i love it i love it i'm really into right now like actual physiological practices of Mm -hmm. putting off and putting on in my spiritual life. Mm. So when I feel myself, I feel my flesh raging up to impatience, to anger and all of those things. I've started this really practical practice. So indulge me here, ladies. Okay. But this may benefit you as well. (laughs) I breathe in the Holy Spirit and I take a deep breath in Mm. and I, I, I tell myself I'm breathing in the Holy Spirit. And then when I exhale, I'm breathing out anger, wrath, malice. I'm breathing in. I breathe in meekness, humility, patience, love. Mm. And I breathe out. I breathe out the impatience. I breathe out the strife. And so as I'm breathing, okay, because our bodies were given to us by God. And so he knows them well. He knows how they work. He knows from the beginning that breathing actually calms us down. Right. That's scientific. Right. But I'm also combining it with this spiritual practice of where I'm seeking and setting, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not just breathing and sort of like existentially sort of trying to meditate into absence or something like that. But I'm actually putting on mm-hmm. in asking for the Holy Spirit to come in and putting off in exhaling and asking for those things to leave my body. And that is a it's like a very just practical nitty gritty in the moment I can do that in like three or four seconds but I think it is a a valuable for me at least has been a really valuable spiritual practice for taking that moment captive yes and allowing myself just a minute to seek and set my mind on Christ yeah and ask his spirit to do that work of transformation that comes from the seeking and the setting yeah and the fruit of it ends up being different yeah and what I hear you saying even in that Leah is what you're breathing in in the it, through the power of the Holy Spirit is also just Christ's love, which yeah. is what the text is mm-hmm. talking about. When you're breathing that in, you're thinking about. For me, is is mm-hmm. so huge to begin to think about what Christ has done. As I'm breathing yeah. it in and I'm taking in his love and his and his love is what's saying, Lord, now I confess to you mm-hmm. this. I confess to you that I'm angry. Like, Lord, I leave this with you. I take this off. Yeah. And that's what verse 14 is saying. And above all these put on love, 
which binds everything together mm-hmm. in perfect mm-hmm. harmony. And that's what you're talking about. When mm-hmm. you're able to, to do, when you're doing this practice, what mm-hmm. you're actually saying is, listen, I am in perfect harmony mm-hmm. with Christ and I am embracing the love that Christ yes. is in, that, that he is giving me yeah. in this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, y- do y'all know that? Yeah. That Christ's love for you is sure is is not wavering and you can embrace his love for you. Mm-hmm. Take that in. Yes. Breathe that in for a second. Mm-hmm. That Amen. Christ's love is unconditional. It has no parameters around it. And so because of that, he mm-hmm. invites us to put on his love. Yeah. Put on love. Mm-hmm. Because love is what binds us. Love is what binds us. Love is what is what keeps us in perfect harmony. Mm-hmm. And then guess what it says in verse 15? It says, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Yes. Guess what gets on the throne when these things begin to be coming, Ooh. stirring up in you and being put on. Mm. And when love comes and binds them all together to make them work harmoniously. Guess what gets to sit on the throne? Peace the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ himself. And mm. so the peace of Christ begins to preside over these over these characteristics. Ooh. So love is mm. binding it together. Peace is presiding over it. And then what flows out of that? Girl, the word of Christ comes out of yes. us in these ways of worship. Mm-hmm. The word of Christ dwells richly in us and it comes out out of us in these ways of worship. What mm-hmm. are they? They're teaching. They're admonishing. So listen, we go from from complaining yeah. and uh, uh, what this text says, anger, slander. wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk. Mm-hmm. And then we go into a place of admonishment. We teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. We sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with, thank- with thankfulness yeah. in our hearts to God. And let me tell you, I'm a living woman witness about this yeah. because this uh, over about maybe like last week or week before last, I was sharing with Leah about how, um, I was, I was, uh, spending some time with a young lady who, um, I disciple a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And we were just talking about talking about the Lord and I was doing multiple things. Y'all, I was cooking a meal. I, it was one of my fuller days and it was a, it was many, there were many things going on, but what happened was because above all else, love was putting, was, was put on Everything that was happening, it was binding my heart with this sister who's sitting at my table while I'm preparing a dinner meal. And in the midst of us uh, being with one another, peace begins to preside. As I'm praying, we're praying together. We begin Mm -hmm. to pray as I'm like cooking this meal and she's sitting at the table. And then as she's sitting at the table and I'm praying, then the word of God begins to come out in these ways of where where I can encourage her and I admonish her with the truth of the word, not with my finite words, but with the truth of God's word. And then Leah talked about even just for her and how it's been flowing out of her to the point of in the midnight hours with her child Mm -hmm. who is very, uh, uh, restless and she's experiencing sleeplessness at two and three in the morning. And God is literally Mm -hmm. putting a Psalm and a song in in her heart. heart. It was a song in my heart. It was transformation where I went from begrudgingly, like I have 
have to rock one more time. I have to pace one more time. There's so, there's so many things I'd rather be doing with my, with my time. And yet like in that posturing of, okay, how do I seek? And I set in this moment and the Lord put a song in my heart where I just started singing. There's no place I'd rather be than here in your love. Woo. And it was, it was almost like that. In Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Then here in your here love. Here in your love. And it was a song that I wasn't, I didn't think it was true at first. There were other places I would rather have been at that moment, like in my bed. Right. But singing that was the transformation that happened where then I was like seeking and setting. Why is there no place I would rather be? Oh, because this moment is making me sacrifice myself for the sake of another. And it made me think about how Christ sacrificed everything for my sake. And so I willingly walk into places of of sacrifice or even you could call it sleeplessness. You could call that suffering. And when I suffer, I'm joined with Christ in that. I'm made one with him. And so then when I started meditating on those realities, of what it actually meant Mm -hmm. that I was sacrificing and suffering in that tiny little moment, then it became true. If this moment is bringing me closer to Christ, then there really is no place I'd rather be. That's right. There really is no place I'd rather be. And I am in your love. And the transformation began to happen where it is these things. I'm singing these psalms and hymns and and spiritual songs. And I have thankfulness in my heart to God. You have thankfulness. The transformation that happens there that begins with seeking and setting has fruit in your actions and then ends in these in these expressions of worship and thankfulness Ooh, girl man i'm telling you if that's not christ if that's not christ i don't know what is and that is the epitome of what it what the goal was that's what christ's goal is for us to have communion mm-hmm. with him and communion with one another and and you can clearly see the vertical and the horizontal mm-hmm. manifesting God's love in your in your personhood so in your home and so love is what binds these qualities together in perfect harmony mm-hmm. so these characteristics of the new life are practiced through love binding through yeah. peace presiding and through the word of Christ that comes out of us in these ways of worship mm-hmm. and when that happens it leads to a fellowship within the body of Christ to which you have been called in one body Mm -hmm. is what the text says. Isn't Mm -hmm. that what it says? Mm -hmm. I believe it says that. It it says that we've been called in one body. We are operating together and the nature of the new self overflow. So these are virtues, but we are not striving to do them because they are already ours, y'all. These virtues are already ours. And I think that we have gotten this, uh, uh, we've gotten some bad teaching bad theology around this that we should be behavior modifying and habit performing and God is saying because when you come to me and you have fellowship with me and communion with me it pours out into communion with one another and these virtues are yours they are already in there it's like the fruit of the spirit Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. that's what it is that's what it is and so this stuff we're not striving to do it because it's already ours in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so these specific instructions are mirrored in many of his other letters. And he lands it with this. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you have these things in place, you know for sure. And you will see the evidence. 
It's done in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying in verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything Mm -hmm. in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Y'all, through him, through him is how we are able to seek and set our minds. Through him is how we have communion with him and with others through him is how we put to death and are able to put things away and then put on then, uh, Christ put on then, uh, as God's, uh, chosen ones, holy and beloved, these virtues Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. through him. And that last verse, I love it's sort of a cliffhanger for the next episode because Mm. he says, and whatever you do, and then next, the next passage we're going to talk about is the whatever you do. Okay? That's it. That's all I got to say. That's all you got to say. So tune in next time to find out whatever you do. So let me pray for us because, Lord, we need you. Mm-hmm, we do. Father, we indeed need you. And, Father, we are prone to seek our own rationalizations. We're prone to seek uh, what we think is best. And we are prone to intellectualize something to the 12th degree God and all you're asking us to do in moments God day after day is to seek the things that are above where you are and set our mind on things above seek the place where you are and set our mind on things above Father forgive us for how we neglect and have neglected communion with you in the moments of our day and so because we neglect communion with you we don't we aren't able to put to death the things in our fleshly personhood that separate us from you and we are not able to put um the emotions of how we relate to one another away in moments where you're calling us uh, to to put on then as your chosen ones, holy and beloved, these virtues. And so, Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would make us women who are faithful um, and faithful to uh, be rooted in the binding love of Christ. And as we are bound by the love of Christ, God, that peace would preside. And as peace presides, God, that the word of God would dwell in our hearts richly. And as we engage with one another, that we would be able to teach and to admonish and encourage and uh, sing songs and hymns and psalms and spiritual songs, Lord. So that whatever this cliffhanger is of whatever we do, God, that it would be done unto you. So God, I pray, God, that you would help us to live faithfully as urban Christian women in this life, in the new self. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed day, ladies.